Hey listeners, it's your host Maria and welcome back to the Institute Insider Podcast. Today is Wednesday and as we know, that is new episode day. But before we get into it, I want to talk about online class shadowing that we are offering at both the Institute of Beauty and Wellness and Aveda Institute Madison. Basically, it's the same idea behind our in-person class shadowing. You'd have the opportunity to connect with students, with instructors in one of our virtual classrooms. This is important because not only will you get to see the workload, how an average day looks, but it'll help you solidify really what you want to do and what program you want to go into. We'll put links in the descriptions for any prospective students who's interested in doing online class shadowing. We're super excited to have this opportunity and we hope to hear from you. Now that I finished that disclaimer, it is time to introduce our guest today. Her name is Jamie Carlson. She is an SDology alumni from the Institute of Beauty and Wellness. Currently, she's working at DiCarlo Salon and Barbershop in Milwaukee. But not only do we get to learn about the Institute, how that journey was for her, how it is now in the industry itself, but we also get to pick her brain a bit about some skincare tips related to summertime. It's all happening now, so keep listening, and I'd like to introduce Jamie. How are you doing? I'm doing super good. I'm so glad that we could connect after you graduating from IBW, and super good to talk to you. Thank you. You too. Thank you for, you know, letting me do this. Oh, absolutely. No, it's exciting to have alumni on. Let's kind of talk for starters. How has life been for you since graduating from the Institute of Beauty and Wellness? It's been really great. So I recently graduated December, so I'm pretty fresh out of IBW. So it's been a journey. I mean, I enjoy it. There's tons of opportunities here, which is great for the beauty industry, which I love. So where are you working now? So I'm actually working at DiCarlo's Salon. It's on Water Street, I believe. So I just started there. Oh, great. So how are you liking um, your new position? I love it. You know, right now, I'm starting in the beginning at the front desk just to learn their services since it's not in Nevada Salon. You offer waxing services, so brow waxing lip, and especially, you know, beards and everything of that nature, which is great. So hopefully in a couple of weeks, I will move into that. So I'm looking forward to that. What is your favorite part so far about working in the industry? My favorite part has to be the guests. I love, you know, meeting new people and also regulars. I think that's the best. You know, when you work in the industry, you see, you know, everybody in like six weeks. So <laughs> it's it's great. Have you had any guests from the Institute kind of follow you into your new role? Yes, I've had a couple of them. And also a lot of them been in contact with me, especially when, you know, you do model days to be like, hey, why don't you come in for... A half-off service. We can talk oh, about nice. it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been really great. So I think, you know, take your clients at the school seriously because they do follow you. They do follow you on social media. So I'm glad they get to see that as well. That's a great point that you just made. Sometimes when we're in school and we're, you know, setting up our Instagram or we're taking those first clients, we don't really realize that they can be long-term clients and they can follow you after school. So I think that's something really good to remind people of and to talk about. Yeah, and they love that. So in your opinion, how does life differ from a school environment to a salon or spa environment? What big differences do you see? Yeah, the big differences is you don't have an instructor, you know, looking over what you do all the time, which is nice. I But I think that is a huge transition. 
you know, you don't have another person to rely on since you are the professional. So you have to make sure you're confident and you know, because yeah. you can't go to say, oh, you know, I need a, need a question. No, they're asking you questions. So you got to be confident in everything you do. That's got to be such a scary transition. I felt really prepared. But yeah, that's the biggest transition is reminding yourself you are the professional. You don't need a second guess. You're just used to somebody being there. But in a couple of days, I'm perfect. This is easy. <laughs> <laughs> that's good to hear. So starting a little bit back from the beginning, you know, what initially got you interested in estiology? So I've always been into the beauty industry. I've always gotten my nails done, massages, facials, waxing. And I was like, they seem to have fun with everything. You know, it's a relaxing job, not stressful. I didn't want to go to college for like four years. So yeah. I, was like, I want something that I can get done right into a position and be able to do what I love. At what point did you know you wanted to pursue it? About a year ago. Yeah, I would say pretty recently, a year. That's super exciting. So like within a year, you're like, okay, I'm doing this. You graduate and now you're in a career. That's insane. Yeah, I know. That's why. And I am only 20 and it's just really exciting that I could have a career by, you know, this age. And it's like never too late, never too early. And it's just a great experience. Well, that's so good to hear. So what is your favorite part about estiology after finishing the program? What have you gravitated towards? What do you like the most? My favorite thing is the facial waxing. I just love waxing. It's a quick service, pretty painless. I love that. Um, and especially in the summer, it's so easy to do and quick to do and everybody needs it. So that's what I gravitated towards to the most. And is there anything you wanted to learn or further your um, education in, in the future? Yeah, I wanted to get more into the medical side. So also, you know, doing more peels. Doing laser in the future would be nice just because I feel like that's what the industry is gravitating towards, you know, getting laser hair removal and just kind of furthering, you know, that would be perfect. For sure. So definitely after getting all of the more, you know, Aveda related side, you want to move med spa. Of course. Yeah. Because I do love the holistic and natural, but the beauty industry is ever forever changing. So keeping up that is my goal. I mean, that's admirable that you want to keep learning and, you know, even if there's more education involved or if there's other things that you need to learn, that's super exciting that you're ready to kind of jump two feet in once you're ready for that. Right. Yes. So a year ago, you wanted to go to school for osteology. What made you choose to attend the Institute of Beauty and Wellness specifically? Yeah, so I was on safari just looking and I wanted to find something that was credible you know, good reviews. I think when you do go to school, you want to make sure people love it and enjoy going there. So that's the main reason. And also I wanted to work with natural product and mm -hmm. Aveda is perfect. My mom has Aveda and also family members. So if you want to get into the natural side of skincare, IBW is so perfect. It's the best for you. I think I learned so much about natural skincare and how it affects, you know, your body as well as your skin. So Definitely. And I'm super excited to talk in a little bit about skincare with you and kind of to just talk about, you know, what are these natural ways that we can help our skin out, especially in the summertime? Right. Yes. So when you were in school, who was your favorite instructor on your school journey? Oh, gosh. Um, there's been so many of instructors who helped, but I think the most person who influenced me was Stacy. She just made school fun and she knows so much. She's been doing this over like 20 years, I believe. And it's like 
inspiring because it's like I want to be that knowledgeable and it's like I want to be her and be able to teach students as well to better their craft and watch them head off on their journey so I like that about her oh I love that that's super (laughs) sweet and learning from someone who's been in the field for 20 years how their aesthetics journey kind of differs from yours and what you can learn from knowledgeable teachers that have been in this long enough and then want to give those skills to other people yeah and that's why I love that every instructor has you know been in the industry and actually can give advice more than you know just the beta and even doing other things as well like lashes mm-hmm. and stuff so I think all the instructors there are amazing and they have anything that you want to do any advice they have it <laughs> Well, I'm so glad to hear that you had an instructor that helped you. And I'm really excited to kind of move into this next part where we're going to be talking about skincare in the summer. Right, right. I agree. (laughs) So there's a lot of people that are newer to the skin journey, you know, veterans to the skin journey have been working closely with their skin for years. Um, So I think this is just like good overall information to get. But yeah. how, for starters, just how does summer skincare differ from winter skincare? So with summer skincare, you want to use a lighter moisturizer just because there's more humidity, more moisture in the air, just not like winter where your skin's always dry. So I think always remembering a lighter moisturizer is a tip. No intense hydrating moisturizer, no rich creams, anything like that, just because it will produce more oil. Your skin would feel like oily, which... It's never good. And also like an SPF. So I feel like that's what everybody knows from summer. You need an SPF. (laughs) So why is SPF so important for all skin types and how often should it be used or reapplied? Yeah, so it depends on the brand, but usually, you know, every couple hours you want to apply it. It's great. So for darker skin like myself, um, it does help with hyperpigmentation. You still want to use SPF just because we, we do get darker, we do get sunburned. We, it's not, you know, just one skin type and it works and it's like you just apply it and it protects that barrier from the skin because you don't want some of the sun rays are harmful for the barrier and that can cause burning, peeling, redness and you just don't want that. No one wants that. <laughs> and you know, what is the best way to care for sunburned skin or sun-damaged skin? Yeah, of course. So the main, you know, ingredients to look for while using, like, a moisturizer for your sunburn is anything with lavender, aloe, or soy. I, I go for, like, natural ingredients. So that is actually going to help calm the inflammation and redness. You can also stay away. I like to stay away from, you know, those ingredients that you know have questions or are a little questionable so even going with you know aloe base you know moisturizer or and a cream would be perfect definitely definitely I have a hard time wearing makeup in the summer because I feel like my face is constantly melting off right. and um I just want to know, you know, for someone who wants to wear like a little bit of makeup, but doesn't want their face to melt off in the heat, you know, what do you, what do you recommend? Definitely use a tinted moisturizer. Um, It's really like coverage, but it also, some of them do have SPF in it as well, um, which I highly recommend. And if you wanted a more mattifying approach, you can also use a little translucent powder or even like a mineral press foundation just to quickly apply it just to give you more of a fuller coverage 
but anything with powder added will help mattify the skin so it doesn't melt off or get oily. So that's kind of what I would recommend for skin and like face and makeup. For me with makeup, it matters, you know, if you're taking it off and how your skin feels under it, you know, having that proper cleanse, tone exfoliation mm -hmm. and treatment and moisturizer would make your makeup so much easier. But I feel like if you don't develop a skincare, your makeup will, you know, not not to say ruin your skin, but have more of a bad effect on it, causing breakouts possibly and just more issues like that. So I think getting, you know, primer, hydrating lotion would be better. But I think there's like no major difference with makeup in the summer. In winter, just having a skincare, you know, with both both times. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I feel like even when it's hot, like right now, you still want to be moisturizing your skin, so. Right. No, definitely don't want to go out bare-faced, but um, that makes a lot of sense. Just keeping it light and, mm -hmm. you know, still not giving up on that skincare if you are wearing less makeup during right. this time. Right. Totally. And then... A lot of people tend to feel oily around these. I feel like I'm just speaking for myself. This is just like <laughs> a consultation. Right, right. <laughs> um, but like, okay, oily skin types in yeah. the summer. Like how, how does one combat the oil generation that happens or seems to happen more when it's hot outside? Yeah, so my main thing is finding a cleanser that works. So I would recommend using a gel cleanser. I know creams just apply more moisture and you don't want that. Um, so also just finding a good cleanser. I recommend gel just because with oil production, you will mm -hmm. always have that same oil production. It's just finding something to maintain that so it doesn't become excessive. So also look at, you know, what you're using as makeup, your foundation, that can play a big part in it. But mostly finding, you know, a gel cleanser, a toner that's not too hydrating will work perfectly and also facials <laughs> so definitely got to add that to the list definitely right. need facial <laughs> real soon here right. <laughs> well thank you for that that's super that's helpful yeah, I'll just speak for myself because I feel like that was directed towards me and I love it so yeah. thank you <laughs> and then what is a good tip or trick or a skin routine that people need to get in the habit of you know whether it's starting now in the summertime or just something that they need to you know, bring to their daily life for their skin to be in better condition. Yeah, of course. So kind of speaking of my friends, you know, they always tell me this, that they don't, they use, you know, body lotion on their skin. <laughs> and it's, I think <laughs> it, it is way different. The consistency is different. The ingredients can be different. So I think using a facial moisturizer and like looking at the ingredients and saying, okay, what skin type do I have or what do I notice the most? that I want to obtain is perfect. I think starting off with one thing at a time is so much simpler than saying, hey, I'm going to give you all this information and do everything. So I think yeah, thing because I feel like, oh, since it's hot, I don't need a moisturizer. Since I'm already hot, I'm like, still need a moisturizer. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's Definitely. So, you know, I'm going to add these questions just because I really feel like you, when you talked earlier, you gravitated towards waxing. And so... From my knowledge, you need around four weeks of growth um, to get waxing, especially on your legs and your body. How does this work in summertime? How does it affect the skin 
within the sun? Like, do you need to, you know, keep extra SPF on you? Do you need to keep your face? Let's say if you got, you know, your lip waxed, do you need to stay out of the sun or does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. I think with, um, after when you get waxed, you're removing technically like a layer of skin. So like exfoliation, you know, think of your scrubs like that. So I think for me personally, just using like an SP, like a sunscreen and applying that after, I do not recommend laying out in the sun and tanning. Definitely not. So kind of just inside and being cautious. And I think, you know, it also depends on your sensitivity. If you're super red, you don't want to be, you know, making it worse by going out and putting makeup all over it. So I think if you're going to get wet, spend a couple hours just staying indoors, <laughs> moisturizing up and just kind of relaxing a little bit, just because you don't want any hyperpigmentation with it or even additional redness. Something about freshly waxed skin and sunshine that just doesn't seem like they would go together. Right. So I love that. Thank you so much for some tips and tricks. If you had any advice to students thinking about applying to the Institute's SDology program, what would it be? If you really are passionate about SDology, what's holding you back? You know, I think just applying, it's such an easy application process. You know within, I swear, like a week and it's, you're all set. So I think just go for it. If, if you love it and you're passionate about it, just do it. <laughs> That's kind of how I roll. Just do it. Go for it. <laughs> I love it. I feel like everyone who... I've interviewed it's just always like just do it just go for it because usually when you're in it you you fall in love with it it's not like this is an industry that you didn't have the passion for you either loved playing with hair you loved playing with makeup you love skincare you already are passionate about these topics right and I'm like and it's such a specialty school there's not you know so it's like if you are passionate yeah like you said just passionate go for it short and sweet love it what is something that you wish you would have known before beginning school? I wish I would have known how, you know, time consuming it is. Um, I went full time. So I feel like with the full time schedule, there's a lot. And I'm glad I did full time. But just knowing how much work it would be and how much, not really, I have a free time, but I prioritize school a lot that I, you know, chose not to go out as much just because doing full time is like, it's a job. The hours are like a job. So I think. Before you do full-time, make sure you realize that. I definitely agree with you. And I feel like something that maybe prospective students should know is that you can always come and shadow a class. And I think that's something that students should utilize more and definitely um, kind of get a feel of, just like you said, how the full-time program differs to the three-time and just what the different demand is. Right. And a lot of people in my class, we did have people shadow. And I love that because then they know if this is what they actually want to do and where they want to go. I agree. So, Jamie, we're just closing out here, but I want to know, hypothetically, it is five years from today. Tell me where you're at. Where do you want to be and what do you want to be doing? Yeah. So I think from five years, I still want to be obviously doing the industry. I'm still doing waxing. I'm hoping to be more... You know, obviously gain more guests and more clients and kind of make this an actual career and actually, you know, have that regular guest. You know, I inspire to be someone who's doing this for 20 years eventually, but I think from five years, I'll definitely gain that experience to be better at what I do, better my craft. And there's always like improvement in this industry. And school prepares you and they literally do the best job of preparing you, but it's again, forever changing. I think that's a good five-year plan. 
So is there any like final thoughts or shout outs that you'd like to include? Yeah, you can definitely follow me if you want to keep up with my journey and everything on Instagram. It is Aesthetics by Jamie and there's an underscore at the end. Um, it's J-A-I-M-E. So kind of keeping up where I am. And, you know, if you want to message me for any advice, you're welcome to do so. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And then does your salon have a Instagram that people could follow and keep up with you that way? Yeah, so the salon is called DiCarlo uh, Salon, and it, I believe they have Instagram as well as Facebook. I will add that information in the bio of their Instagram, kind of like where you can find them, how to connect with you. So that's perfect. So that was a really like easy interview. You are super easy to talk to. You're so knowledgeable. And I appreciate you answering kind of some of my skin questions, some of others, you know, just some general summer skin tips and tricks. But until then, I hope you have a great rest of your night. I appreciate you talking to me right now. You too.